is the Mid-South's Conservative Blowtorch. The Mighty 990 KWAM. to tell you it was very interesting because I said wow what a great victory but then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely when it was at seven but now I just walked up and it's at 14 but, but she ran up when it was seven and you know we have to do what's good for our party and she was up and I said wow she's doing uh, like a speech like she won she didn't win she lost and you know Last last week, we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. The Granite State handing a rock solid win for Donald Trump. His core support group came out for him in New Hampshire, handing a decisive loss to one of his only rivals, really, Republican nomination, uh, oh, the Republican nomination process, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Here to break down last night's election results, Fox News contributor and a friend of Wake Up Memphis, Liz Peake. Liz, thank you for joining us on this day after analysis. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm fine. Uh, it was an interesting race, and uh, it was, you know, as always, Trump was pretty funny in the way he characterized Nikki Haley, but... You know, look, Nikki Haley outperformed expectations, and I think that's been sort of her theme all along, is that I've always been underestimated. We are gradually making progress. It is now just a two-person race. Uh, I went to bed, and I wrote about it last night, when there was still a single-digit lead. He ended up better than that, but certainly nothing like the 20, 22 points that the polls had indicated. So, you know, I, I think, look, everyone on the Trump side is yelling at Nikki Haley to get out. Uh, I think they're being a little foolish because Trump to win against Biden cannot rely solely on what you just described as his core support group, which is MAGA Republicans or however you want to define that. That's a great starting place, but he is going to have to win over some independents and moderates uh, of his own party. Nikki Haley can bring those people, but if he continues to demean her and scorn the support of those people... I think that's a mistake. It's a little bit like Joe Biden gratuitously throwing half the country under the bus, which he does all the time. I don't know how he expects to really win friends and influence people or really win elections with that kind of approach. So I, I, I kind of wish uh, Trump would just be respectful, go on winning, uh, show everybody he can beat Nikki Haley. But let's open the tent here, folks, because otherwise we're yeah. not going to win. Uh, let me play some audio to your point of the president. He went after Nikki Haley and you saw yeah. the different approaches of the speech. Nikki Haley did go after the former president. She started yeah. with congratulating him. But Trump was having a heyday and he used one of her appointees, Senator Tim Scott, out of South Carolina to do it. Take a listen. Cut 10. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and think of it appointed and you're the senator of his state and she endorsed me you must really hate her <laughs> no it's uh, it's a shame it's a shame uh oh I just love you no that's that's why he's a great politician 
All right, so all jokes, and and it is nasty, Liz. Do you think the two can put their differences aside? I mean, and who knows, does he pick someone in the vein of a Nikki Haley? What does the former president need to do to get those suburban moms out in the areas across the country? Well, look, first of all, he has to have, as Nikki Haley has, a nuanced position on abortion. And I know that this really rankles some people, but the reality is that issue is the heart of the Democratic campaign. And Nikki Haley has sort of navigated a lane where she's pro-life, but she gets it that that is not going to be the law of the land. And I think Trump needs to do the same thing. Would I like to see him uh, pick a VP who can do that with him? Yes, I would. And I think, uh, you know, and, and I think we see this every day with Kamala Harris, his pick of a vice president, knowing He only has four years in office, knowing that if he wins, that vice president will be uh, the next up is incredibly important. He cannot just go blindly with a loyalist, uh, you know, person who is not going to add to his base or Mm -hmm. add to his group of support. So would I like to see Nikki Haley as his running mate? I would. I know that's really anathema to a lot of people, but a lot of people, excuse me. <clears throat> who are derisive of, again, Nikki Haley's appeal to the center, uh, appeal to big business and so forth. What are they thinking? I mean, that those people are influential. They could turn this election. So I don't know that they could ever put their differences behind them, but I would love to see his vice presidential pick be someone in the Nikki Haley mode uh, who can attr- who can broaden his base? That is really the issue here. Yeah, I, well, well said about that. We've got to think big picture um, yeah. and, and move towards the general as quickly as possible. Because on the other side, and you pointed this out, you have the the president of the United States calling seventy five million Americans <laughs> MAGA extremists, which I, I'm assuming that means insurrectionists. You wrote a great piece, and you guys have got to check it out. You can find it foxnews.com. TheHill.com. But Liz writes, leave it to Joe Biden to screw up things so badly that even some of his former critics like the CEO of J.P. Morgan are now praising Donald Trump. Want to get your reaction to this audio and cut 22. People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's, it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand. But when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't. Th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have to, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, could we just stop that stuff and actually grow up? And, and that was not at CPAC, Liz. That was at Davos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I wrote about it. I, I, I was very impressed with that Jamie Dimon had the guts, frankly, yeah. of saying something nice about Donald Trump. But I, I, I said in this piece, and it really is true, 
The untold story of the Biden administration is how anti-business they are, just like the Obama administration. And business leaders are frankly afraid to come out and bash Biden because why? They're, they're giving out hundreds of billions of dollars to businesses and enterprises across the country with this green agenda. So everybody wants to be in the queue for that. And there are reprisals. I've never seen an administration who goes after their critics with such vengeance as Joe Biden. So I think business leaders have been muted by their concerns about that. Uh, but the truth is, when you're trying to break up America's biggest and best companies, which they are through antitrust, when you are ladling on all kinds of regulations on diversity and also uh, energy and climate change and so forth, you're, you're just putting all these companies in boxes and making it very difficult for them. So, you know, uh, one, you know, people speculate one of the reasons the stock market is going up is they see maybe a Trump victory, and Trump was good for business. So it doesn't surprise me that Jamie Dimon came out positively, but it should make some people who just reflexively say, oh, I hate Donald Trump, he's so crazy. I, I had that the other night at dinner. I was like, oh, okay, I don't really want to spend all night arguing, but why is he crazy exactly? Be, why are MAGAs extremists? Because we don't want 8 million people coming into our country with no vetting whatsoever. Wow. Uh, because we don't want government spending so over the top that inflation reaches 9%. Tell, or we don't want babies being aborted at nine months. Tell me what's extreme about that, and I'll listen to you. But they haven't, you know, unfortunately, there's this visceral hatred of Donald Trump. But maybe Jamie Dimon and others will begin to say, you know what? Uh, I don't like the way he said it, but he was right. Mm. Fox News contributor Liz Peak, spot on as usual. Go check out her stuff. You can find it on her social media pages. Type in Liz Peak. Foxnews.com has them and The Hill as well. Liz, as always, thanks for dropping by and we'll catch up soon. I hope so. Take care. Thanks for having me. All right. We'd love to hear your thoughts this morning. Who should Trump pick as vice president to broaden the base? And I know that's difficult to hear for some people. Because right now I feel like we have a make America great again. Hi, America first. Hi. And, and that's great. We're getting win after win after win. But we have to take that on to the general. Right now, I feel like a lot of conservatives are being rather cocky because we keep on beating these America last candidates, which, again, great. The voting block wants people like Trump. I love that win as well. But we cannot be cocky and think we have this in the bag. We need to start improving our election infrastructure because I could tell you right now, if you look at what happened in New Hampshire, they opened it up. Democrats were voting in that primary. They were all voting for Nikki Haley, which tells you a lot about the, f the former South Carolina governor. But nonetheless, we have to play hardball. If they want to cheat, I'm not saying we cheat, but we play by their rules. And we need to start thinking about that before it's too late. Going to take a break. 901-260-5926. Number again, 901-260-5926. We'll be right back.